Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Susan Wong, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me, as always, is Trevor Scores from Full Press Coverage and Rep the District. Yeah, man, Trev, how you been? Oh, man, I've been busy, bro, but I'm good. How you been? Oh, doing great. And I know you're busy and doing something awesome right now. Want to tell, that, tell our listeners all about it? You're opening a bar, right? We're going to be opening up a bar here in the next few weeks, uh, probably after Thanksgiving. It's called Sky Bar, K-Y, Sky Bar, uh, like a little speakeasy type sports uh, bar type thing. So Sweet. I'm really anxious to get it open, and I'm super busy getting it ready. So. Oh, I can't imagine. It's going to be so awesome. Everyone should go check it out. Yeah. We'll watch uh, Sunday, Sunday football and Thursday night football and Monday night football. Everybody should just go watch all their football <laughs> at Skywar. I mean, let's. I mean, let's, let's just be honest here. Let's just be honest. Everybody go there and get lots of drinks. It's gonna be. That sounds awesome, man. But you can't yeah. wait. Hey, and of course, right after, right before you open it up, we have Thanksgiving, right, right around yeah. the corner. Are you a Thanksgiving guy at all, yeah. Trev? Oh, cool. I love Thanksgiving, bro. Yeah, nice, nice. So do I. I love Thanksgiving as well. So, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Honestly, sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. That's Sweet potatoes and mushrooms. <laughs> it's essentially yeah, dessert. Man. You're essentially that's going for dessert. Yeah. Like, that's like a food. That's like a side dish masquerading as a dessert. That's a, that's, that's a, Or dessert masquerading <laughs> as a side dish. Better no, that's delicious, bro. <laughs> of course it's delicious. Of course it's delicious. You melt the marshmallows all over the top. Of course it's going to be delicious. I, I have to tell you this. I may be on an island here, but I actually like box stovetop stuffing. I know I'm a crazy person. Everyone thinks I'm a nutcase. Yeah, I love that stuff. That's delicious, too. Isn't I it? mean, it's, 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 really, yeah, it's really hard to have a favorite food because it's all so good. But yeah. yeah box? So, that's fine. Still top. Yeah, man. That. I mean, I love it. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad you're on my side on this because I thought everyone thinks you yeah. think I'm crazy. I love that stuff. Hey. And you know what else? I, you know what else? And now I feel like I really think I'm crazy. I like my cranberry out of the can. I like it. I like it out of the can. I like slice it like Jello. That's what I want to eat. Like people come with this cranberry yeah. sauce, all kind of mixed up in a bowl. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I want mine out of the can. Yeah. I don't want to taste the cranberry. That's just right. Cranberry. I want just cranberry sauce, like the solid. Yeah, out of the can, it's perfectly fine with me. Perfect. That's right. If it's not <laughs> round and cylindrical, it's not cranberry sauce, guys. Just saying. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, Thanksgiving. You're gonna. Need, I'm getting hungry just talking about this. I might, might, might have to go pick up some wings at your bar next week. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we got plenty to talk about today, including the Washington football team surprising win against the Buccaneers, the impact of Chase Young's injury, previewing Week 11 NFC East matchups, as well as fantasy football plays, our worst five teams in the NFL, and so much more. So let's get rolling. All right, let's just start with this first, because I know that this is something, this is a rare occasion, Trevor. We're going to talk about an impressive win by the Washington football team. <laughs> they beat yes, the Buccaneers. Indeed. The Buccaneers are, were favored by 10 and a half. Over under was yes. 51, by the way. They just missed that uh, combined score, but they beat them by a score of 29 to 19. So that's an impressive win for the Washington football team. What are your thoughts here? Is this something more of what we are going to see into the rest of the season, or is this kind of an aberration, kind of a one-off here? 
really hard to tell right now, like because like you preluded in your intro to Chase Young injury, and we already have Montez Montez sweat down. Um, yep. But it seems like Taylor Heineke has Tampa Bay's number for some reason, or maybe <laughs> Tom Brady's number or Bruce Arian. I don't know. Somebody down there in Tampa's number. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really hard to tell right now, but it did should, they did show that they took the bye week seriously. It wasn't just about vacationing and living the superstar life. It was about getting better, <laughs> focusing, and yeah. coming out with a bang for the second half of the season. And they showed that on the field. Um, yep. We caught some breaks, not going to lie. Right. To be honest, we had a couple of drop picks that were, like I just said, dropped. But um, for the most part, I give our team an A, an A minus at least. I mean, we were great. Yeah, it's really hard to tell because we just, you know, wet the on some against the team who's not as good as Tampa Bay in the same division. So we yeah, like we just Tampa Bay, same mentality, same same thing. So it's hard to tell if it's a fluke or not. But I am very happy with what happened on Sunday. Very happy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely, I, I, I would assume so. I, I tweeted out at you and Wole and Adam yeah. about uh, about it right after the fact because I was like, my jaw was on the ground. I'm like, that is impressive. That is the defense that I thought that the Washington football team was going to bring into the season. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. You know, picking off Tom Brady twice, holding them to under 300 yards. Man, that's impressive. That, that's impressive against the Buccaneers. Now, that, uh, granted, the Buccaneers are on a little bit of slide, and they're on a two-game losing streak right now. They did win, lose to the St. Louis – I'm sorry, St. Louis. Oh, my God. New Orleans Saints uh, the week before. Yeah. But that being said, this was – they were primed to bounce back. And Washington football yeah. at that point – too, but – Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is that the Washington football team before last weekend was the worst passing defense in the NFL. And now after yeah. one week, it's, it's amazing what has happened. Of course, the most impressive thing to me, okay, so not, not being a Washington football-specific fan, but keeping a close eye on the game, what was impressive to me yeah. was Tyler Heineke's last drive. 19 plays, oh, yeah. 80 yards, touchdown, more than 10 yeah. minutes on the clock in the final quarter. That's how you keep the Buccaneers – from winning, right? You get keep Brady off the field, and, and Brady, I thought that was brilliant. Bro, you could see on his face he was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> right, but because he knows like, he gets on the yeah. It's so fast, and you would and you would think that for them to allow 19 plays without coming off the field, that's kind of just that's just crazy. Like, shout out to our offense, of course, but like. That's just suspect, so whatever. Yeah. And did you no, notice on well Monday done. night? Did you notice on Monday night um, after Stafford threw that pick, the Niners yep. took a 19 play, 93 yard, 11 minute drive down for their first score. So I was like, ah, old Kyle Shanahan <laughs> misses the Washington football team a little bit. Took some notes <laughs> from the night before. There it is. And used it to his advantage. I mean, Absolutely. literally, that's exactly what happened. So that, that is no, the way that you got to do it. Yeah, when you're playing a high-powered offensive team like that, the Rams or the Buccaneers, you have to control time of possession, and that's exactly what. And not only control time of possession, but end your control of time of possession with a touchdown. That is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I mean, they bled away a sixth of the game and got a touchdown. That is that is absolutely brilliant in the fourth quarter. Now let's pivot a little bit because we talked about Chase Young, right? We now got confirmation from Ron Rivera; he's out for the remainder of the season. Rivera didn't specify the exact nature of the injury, but from what we understand, it is a torn ACL that will require surgery. Um, you know, he's obviously had a little bit of a down year this year. I mean, he was defensive mm-hmm. rookie of the year last year, so it's hard to exceed that in your second year, but he's only had 1.5 sacks this year. 
uh, and he suffered the injury seven minutes, 49 seconds left in the second quarter um, against Tampa Bay. And uh, it was pretty obvious when he went down without much contact that it was going to be a, a serious injury. So as you mentioned, you mentioned Pontez Sweat suffered a broken jaw October 31st at Denver. He's going to miss about a three to five weeks. Right now, you got Casey Tuhill and James Smith-Williams likely to, to start at the end positions. Rookie Shaka Tony is a primary backup. All three, interestingly, are seventh-round picks. <laughs> now replacing two first-round picks. So not, not exactly the situation you want to have. But, Trev, what do you think here? The impact on the Washington football team on losing Chase Young for the season? Uh, I think it's a bigger impact than people might think, and some people might agree with me on this. But, um, yeah, he only had 1.5 sacks, but teams still game plan for Chase Young because it's Chase Young, which means every you don't know when he's going to break out at any moment. Like That's, that's true. That type of player. Just because he didn't have a sack the first game, he could come back the next game and have five. You just never know. So now teams don't have the game plan for him or Montez Sweat. And Casey Tuhill and James Smith-Williams haven't shown enough on film to wow anybody or to make anybody pay attention to what they do. So right, it's going to be really right. hard on the field. Uh, to replace Chase Young and Montez Sweat, but especially Chase Young. But I think, I mean, you saw what this, his display of leadership and his, his and his love for the team and his brothers. For him to come back out right after immediately being declared out, as soon as the guys well, first of all, refusing the cart to go back. Yeah, yeah, he walked in. Yeah. <laughs> he walked Amazing. in. And then he came right out after being declared out immediately. He came right back out in a walking brace, knee boot thing, whatever, on crutches yelling for his teammates. He just that's just the leadership he just he displayed right there that he has that he possess and possesses. So off the field I think it will be just fine. Um he's gonna everybody's ear. He's gonna be, you know, the inspiration, the heartbeat as some people like to say of that team. But right. on the field it's gonna be affected, I think, uh tremendously. But we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, you know, at, at this point, it's just kind of a moral victory to get that type of win to show that there's potential for the future. Most of the game played without um, uh, without Chase Young. So, you know, there's, there's, mm-hmm. it's nice to know there's potential out there. Um, but let's be honest. Um, I don't think this is going to be a repeat uh, performance. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. m- you know, maybe he, he was predicted for five, you know, three more wins. There's one of them. Maybe he'll get, maybe he'll get three more wins. You know, who knows? But either way, I, I think that at this point it is a, a little bit of a rebuild going the next year, and that's fine because Chase Young will be back better than ever after surgery. We we all know that's going to happen, so that will be good for next year. All right, well, let's go ahead and turn the page on that and hit the boxing bell, and let's talk about our sponsor, Manscaped, for a second because, hi, we should talk about Manscaped, right? I mean, we, we should talk about grooming below the waist. That's obviously something that everyone's interested in, and uh, they support football garbage time. So we support them and we support their precision engineered tools for your family jewels. So Manscaped, as you know, everybody launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. And we have the Lawnmower 4.0. And 2 million other men around the world have the Lawnmower 4.0. So you go ahead and go get it. That's what I'm saying. Go get it. 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code garbage time at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code garbage time at manscaped.com. All right, let's talk about the upcoming week and NFC East and the NFC East. And let's preview some of those games. And let's start with the Washington football team who are going to be playing at the Carolina Panthers. And I think Trev, you and I kind of, kind of foreshadowed this game uh, last week when we talked about the fact that Ron Rivera going back to his old stomping grounds and Cam Newton getting his first start of the season 
with the Panthers. And, of course, Cam Newton played last week in limited fashion. And uh, in his own words, he's back, everybody. (laughs) He made sure everyone knew that. He even got a 15-yard penalty for saying that. So, uh, and taking off his helmet. But that being said, uh, he looked pretty good in limited action, and he's going to start, which makes a whole lot of sense. But what are your thoughts here about the Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers right now? So everyone knows Carolina Panthers favored by three and a half, over under at 43. What do you think, Trev? Uh, thanks for doing bad fight. Um, I think it's more than just the game for so many reasons. Cam Newton's right. first game back as a, as a starting Panther quarterback uh, at right. home. Some of the Super Bowl players coming back for the second time in Ron's career, but first time playing against each other. Um, he's got other players. Curtis Daniel, even though he's not playing, he's going back. Like, it's one big re- – Kyle Allen, our backup, our first-string quarterback, he's going back. Taylor Heineke, our starting quarterback, who was Kyle Allen's backup in Carolina under Ron Rivera, is going back. Scott Turner going – like, it's one big family reunion all the way from the front office to the field. But, right. Um, I think it's, it's it's more than that because I think everybody has something to prove in this game. Ron Rivera has to prove he can beat Cam Newton. Cam has to prove to Ron that we should have signed him early in the season. Um, Ron has to prove that he shouldn't have gotten fired in Carolina. You know, it's just so much stuff to prove. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth dogfight. Um, but what scares me the most is Christian McCaffrey on the offensive yeah, yeah. side of the ball because what yep. he did last week was amazing after being hurt almost all year. Yeah. Like he, he was never hurt. And then also on the defensive side of the ball, Stephon Gilmore. He's been with the Panthers for yeah. four games, but he's played in three, and he's had a pick in all, in each, in all three of those games. So it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a big, big game, big game Sunday. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, obviously, um, Washington coming off an emotional win, and the Panthers – Coming off in an emotional moment, getting Cam Newton back. <laughs> Man, it, we like blew up the station. We're talking about Washington football, and uh, yeah, we blew up yeah. the station. <laughs> Blog Talk what Radio else? couldn't yeah. handle us. We're too much. We're too much for Blog Talk Radio. They just couldn't handle the both of us, so uh, they shut us down. Anyway, thanks for sticking around, everybody. Sorry about that interlude. Uh, let's just go ahead and move it on to our next game of the uh, NFC East, and that's the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles, which 1 p.m. on Sunday, Philadelphia Eagles favored by 2.0 points over under 43. Give us your thoughts on the Saints and the Eagles, Trev. Oh, man, this is not open again. Um, the Eagles are yep. looking a lot better than they did a, did a few weeks ago. I feel yep. like Jalen Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith are getting the Alabama connection back. Yes, um, they are. And then the Saints, I mean, I don't know if that win over the uh, Buccaneers was a fluke, Trevor Simeon is still at the at the has the keys to the car, so it's going to yeah. be interesting. This is wide open. Where is the game? Yeah. Is it at Philly or is it in New Orleans? At Philly, it's going to be at Philly. So it's, a, it's interesting. It's interesting because if it was at New Orleans, I would say Saints all the way. At Philly yeah. is a little tough, a tough place to play. But you know what? I mean, I really do think the the Saints look good. You know what I mean? I really do, and they yeah. they played so well, even though they lost last week uh, by two points. I mean. They lost mm-hmm. to arguably one of the best, one of the hottest teams, I should say, in the NFL right now, the Tennessee Titans. And it was only by two points. And they didn't have Alvin Kamara. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that they get Alvin Kamara back, and this is going to be a very different-looking team. And the Eagles uh, – hey, listen, I'm not hating on the Eagles. They have become run first behind Jordan Howard, of all people. I, I love Jordan Howard. I said this last week. I love Jordan Howard. But you know what? He's, he's not really the guy you want to be at the top of your running back pecking order. 
Um, but that being said, they're getting it done on the ground, and I think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. And, you know, I do think the Saints defense is much better than the Eagles defense. Eagles, by the way, have the, I think, the fourth least sacks of any defense in the uh, NFL this season. So it is, they're not really putting a lot of pressure on anybody. And, and you know what? Simeon looks good. He looks like a, a perfectly capable game manager, you know? So, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like Philly's not going to win this one. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to Honestly, because yeah. it's in my division. At the end of the day, the Saints <laughs> have a stronger defense and um, a strong, a stronger team. So, yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I mean, it's it's interesting because you know it's not like the Eagles are bad. It's just that they're really not. I don't know what their identity is yet, and I don't think they know what their identity is yet. But Devontae Smith is a star in the making. He is going to be <laughs> amazing in this league once he has a capable pocket passer. Uh, they can get him the ball accurately every time. Jalen Hurts, I'm not hating on Jalen Hurts. He's, a, again, a perfectly fine quarterback, but I don't think he's a long-term answer in Philly. But Devontae Smith is. <laughs> that guy is sick, and he's going to be. I think he's going to be amazing in the future, um, assuming he stays there. Uh, all right, let's talk about the next thing on our list, and that's Thrive Fantasy, because we got to talk about our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up on Thrive Fantasy's football season. Win money, daily fantasy sports, and esports app for player props. You thrive, as I always say, every week. You eliminate the countless hours of research, focus on the top-tier athletes, choose 10 of the 20 available player props to build your lineup, and win money. Because Thrive guarantees $140,000 in prizes every week, awarded $4 million, over $4 million so far. It's got to be more than $4 million by now. I keep saying that every week. It's yeah, like half a season. Probably like $5 million. <laughs> Let's just make it up. Let's just say $5 million. They awarded $5 million. You know, even you know, at $5 million, I would think that even Kanye has to pay attention. You know, I mean, I don't think he needs it, but I think he would. I think five million to him is like, oh, that's that's nice, right? That's a good amount yeah. of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, use promo code Garbage Time when you sign up today, and you'll receive a hundred percent instant first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. So that's promo code Garbage Time. Download Thrive Fantasy the App Store or Play Store, or visit by, uh, by <laughs> visit their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys at the Kansas City Chiefs. Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs, 4:25 p.m. on Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs uh, are favored by two and a half. Over under at a rocking 56. This could be a shootout. What do you think here about the Cowboys at the Chiefs? Um, this is like prime time written all over it. I'm surprised it's yeah. not a prime time game. But me um, too. Ooh, man, this is going to be another good game. Uh, the Cowboys are a real, the real deal. I'm sorry I hate to say that, but as of right now, yeah. they are the real deal. But they really haven't played any elite offenses like the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they've struggled. They're 6-4. and four, But let's be honest, they are City Chiefs. I mean, nice. they were struggling when they played against us, and we said, oh, they're struggling, they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. 31-13 later, <laughs> we found out how <laughs> bad they really are. So. Oh, man, this is tough. Arrowhead is a tough place to play. It's getting colder it now. It's it a is. late game, so it'll get dark a little earlier now. So um, I'm going to Kansas City. I think they, they found their rhythm last week against the Raiders. They asked the Raiders, but you have to find a rhythm against somebody, and they chose the Raiders, a division opponent at that. So Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to Chiefs in a, in a tight one, but the Chiefs will pull away at the end. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, the fact of the matter is that Patrick Mahomes, we, we've, been, we've been saying that he's had some issues recently, and um, he put that all to rest, uh, winning 41-14 to over the Raiders, as you said. He was the Mahomes we all expected, right? Over 400 passing yards, five touchdowns. He was basically completing everything under the sun. 
And it was like, wow, okay, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> you can have yeah. one bad game, you can have two bad games, you can have three bad games. Yeah. But you, but if you're that caliber of athlete, you're not going to be bad forever. So um, I think this is going to be a very interesting game to watch. It's certainly uh, the Chiefs are on the upswing. Cowboys just beat the crap out of the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens here. And like you said, Arrowhead, to me, does make a difference. It is very difficult to play there. Uh, I think that the Chiefs will get this one as well. I think the Chiefs are going to win this in a close one, in a, in a shootout too. I think there's going to be a shootout. Both defenses are bend-not-break defenses. I think there's going to be a lot of breaking <laughs> on this game. All right, let's get to the sure. last game of the NFC East, and that is the New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Monday night football, 8.15 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are favored by 11. Over-under is 49.5. And I got to say this. This is – you know, I got to say this because Tampa Bay, you know, they lost against the Saints. And then I thought, uh-oh, they're going to face the Washington football team and they're just going to take all their frustrations out on the Washington football team. And look at what happened. Look at what happened. The Washington football team turned around and beat them by, you know, more than one score impressively in an impressive fashion. And without most of the game, without Chase Young. Now the New York Giants come off the bye. They've been struggling pretty heavily. They did have a win coming out, going into the bye. And so they're three and six. But, man, I kind of feel bad for the Giants playing against Tampa Bay in prime time uh, coming off the bye because I can't, I can't imagine that Tom Brady's not like, I'm just going to destroy these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's my mission to just to, to quell all the questioners out there and just destroy the Giants on Monday Night Football. What do you think? Man, I'm going to be completely honest. I think this has a, a this is the upset special game right here for Whoa! me. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, they're both. I mean, New York's coming off of a bye, but they're potentially getting. <laughs> I love that sound. They're potentially <laughs> getting Saquon back, Kenny Kenny Galladay back, Kadarius Tony back. Um, their defense is not a slouch. They're they put their they're in every game they play this this year. They've kept them in every single game for the most part. Um, and their, de- their defense isn't that bad. Tampa Bay, you came off a bye. You had a whole week to get together. You didn't. You went to bed yeah. against us on Sunday. Um, yeah. Tom Brady's not getting Gronk back, probably. He's not getting Antonio Brown. Definitely probably the back of this fake COVID thing. Um, yep. Scotty Miller is nowhere to, come, nowhere to um, look to return. So, yep. I don't know, man. I mean, yes, Tampa Bay probably will win. He's back at home. It's prime time. You can't look that bad on prime time. But if anybody's going to beat, if anybody's going to upset anybody, this is the game right here. Giants. Are the yeah. Well, yeah. I love the cops. There you go. This is a round of applause here for taking that take. I mean, that that is bold. That is a bold prediction if I ever heard one. And of course, Vita Bay also questionable for the game, so that would be a big deal. Yeah. Richard Sherman placed on injured reserve. So, you know, not the only ones. Chris Godwin's still questionable, entirely possible he's going to come back. And, of course, the Giants should get back a fully healthy Saquon Barkley this week. So, you know, I love it. I love the guts. I love the bravery. But I think you're going to be wrong. I think the Buccaneers are going to win this one. I think they're going to. I think I am too, but <laughs> I just think at home, you know, it's going to be tough for them not to win this. And there's a lot of pressure. And I have a feeling that – and Tom Brady – as much as I uh, hate the dude, he's obviously one of the best there ever was that played the position, and he thrives on pressure. And he has a thing for the Giants. Of course, the Giants also have Brady's numbers, so who knows? It could be really interesting. I, I, I'm excited to see how the game's going to go, but I would be surprised if the Buccaneers don't win this one. Um, but, uh, hey, who knows? You know, I, at the end of the day, um, it, would be really, it, it could be close. 
It could be close. That's what I'll say. All right, let's go ahead and then, uh, ring the boxing bell on that one and move on to our last topic of the night, and that is uh, our bottom five ranked teams in the NFL pre-week 11. And, and we haven't done this in a while. It's been about a month now since we did our bottom five NFL teams. So I think it's a good time to revisit that because there's been a lot of shakeup in the last four weeks. So, uh, Trev, give us your uh, top, your bottom five, <laughs> starting with the worst team in the NFL. Uh, worst in the NFL is, our, is the Detroit Lions, hands down. Sorry. Um, <laughs> they're so close. Every week they're so close. Yeah, especially last week. There. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. That's a bummer for them. <laughs> and the Steelers, really? Whatever. Um, but anyways, uh, Lions, then you got the Jets down there. Then you got, because, I mean, Mike White was. It's a nice story. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it didn't work. Now you got Joe Flacco. Oh, oh my God, Joe Flacco. Let me just say this, relive. okay? Yes. I have a good I have a good friend. I have a really good friend and and she's related to Joe Flacco. So I'm not going to I'm not going to bust on Joe Flacco cuz I'll say I'll say that, you know, he he is a nice guy, but he is not the future of the New York Jets. And and I understand Ooh. that Mike White totally just totally shat the crap out of that that game, but you know what? You you got to figure out if he's the viable backup to Zach Wilson or not, or if you're going to look for some other backup because it's not going to be Joe Flacco, right? So just give him some. You're not going anywhere. You're two and seven. So give Mike White more snaps until Zach Wilson gets back. If he looked good enough to keep as your backup, great. Maybe he's the number three quarterback in your quarterback room. That's great. You know it's not going to be Joe Flacco. So that's just a waste. That's a waste of a week, New York Jets. Again, you can't. You're losing and you can't even do that right. I'm just saying. Jeez. All right. Who they play? I'm sorry. The Jets are playing. Um, why is it escaping me? I have it right in the top of my top tip of my tongue here. The Jets are playing the Miami Dolphins. Oh, they're going to win that game. Yeah, this is. <laughs> well, right, you know. Keep going. So uh, then we got the Washington football team. We're down there. Whoa, sure. down at three? You got to put the Washington football team down there? Okay, all right. Cool. I mean, Sunday was a nice win, but let's be honest, it was our third win. So, um, okay, okay. Uh, then we got Jacksonville down there. Yes. Although yes. they're trending in a in the right way. They're starting to come along and get the identity a little bit, figure each other yep. out. Yep. That's cool, right? I got a – this is tough because I know they've won two in a row, the Dolphins, but mm-hmm. I have a tie between the Dolphins and, and your Chicago Bears. Okay, um, all right. I'll, I'll allow it. The Bears, I mean, yeah, Justin Fields, he's starting to, you know, get it, starting to understand what it takes to be a starting quarterback, so you never know. Yep. But, and the Dolphins, are, yeah, they won two in a row, but I still, it just doesn't feel like they have for some reason. They just don't look like they are a legitimate threat to anybody, so... There we go. <laughs> That's true. They are not. They do not seem like a legitimate threat to anybody. Although they beat the I love that. Meet the Ravens. Like that's just that was just weird. Like yeah, that, yeah, that was a really fun game. I mean, you know, I had a lot of friends who are Ravens fans, and uh, they were very upset, obviously. But that was a fun game because it was just like backwards day. It was like opposite day. You know, like what is happening right yeah. now? How yeah, is Lamar wild. Jackson not scoring on them? And yeah, how is it? Exactly. You know, it's like what is happening? Then it just seems like uh, anyway. Did he not have his Wheaties? I mean, something was yeah, definitely yeah, off. <laughs> well, okay, so that's a good list. That's a good list. You had the Lions, Jets, Washington Football Team, 
Jacksonville Jaguars, and then Dolphins Bears uh, bringing up the rear. I have one team that's not on your list, the Houston Texans, as the worst team in the oh NFL. My God. I, I keep forgetting about them because, <laughs> because they're so bad. They basically don't yeah, qualify so as an NFL team. I get it. <laughs> the last noise they made was trading Mark Ingram, and after that, it's like, okay, I don't even know who the receivers are, to be honest, bro. <laughs> I just know David Stills. I don't know who's, the, who's their best lineman. They barely qualify as an actual That's team. That's crazy. They're like, if this was like, if this was the Premier League, if this was the Premier League over in uh, in uh, in England or in the UK, they would have been relegated to the next lower level. They would be playing college football teams right now because they're not good enough to be in the NFL. So that's that's, I, <laughs> that's, that's so yeah, sad, I get it. Bro. I you, forgot all about the Texans. I legit forgot about them. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. They're actually not as bad as I, I don't think they're as bad as I, as everyone thinks they are, but I do think they are the worst. And then I do think that the Lions are number 2, the Jets are number 3. Jaguars after that, and then the Dolphins after that. So we agree about all that stuff. But I, I actually took your Washington football team out of the bottom five because they, 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 had, they showed a lot of moxie. <laughs> I know people use that, that terminology a lot, but I, they showed a lot of moxie, and they had a great big win against a really good team in a, in a big spot, you know, proving that there is a vision there. There is something there that they can build on. There is some hope that they can build on this and become better. It's not just a completely lost year. That that was my takeaway from it. So that's why I elevated the Washington football team just outside, just outside the bottom five. Uh, we'll take I, it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 they're probably in. They're probably tied with my Bears because I, you know, the Bears. The problem with the Bears is everything, but also the fact that Justin Fields has a lot of growing pains. I, I still have faith in the in the kid. I think he's going to be great, but I do think that's going to it's going to take some time and it's going to take us some opportunity to rebuild that offensive line. I mean, he just cannot be taking hits over and over and over again. I know you know how, what it feels like because RG3 had the yeah. same problem. He took plenty yeah, of hits. Running for his life, bro, yeah. Yeah, he's always running for his life. And he was very effective running for his life. But it's hard to make your, your hay in the NFL consistently, year to year, game to game, you know, as guy running for your life, unless you're Russell Wilson. And even that caught up to him eventually, you know, with the injury that put him out for four weeks. And yeah. Thankfully for him, he's Wolverine from the X-Men because he, he healed so fast that he was back yeah, in no time. Maybe, maybe a little too fast. He didn't look like himself at all. He did all. not look good. He did not look good. I agree. I agree. There was something wrong there. He didn't look good. Um, was that better to put him in now to try to salvage the season rather than wait another week? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that being said, he, you're right. He didn't look right. He did not look right. I think they just rushed uh, him back because they were there in Rodgers and they just wanted to, you know. Yeah, prime. They, they wanted to have a good game against Aaron Rodgers, and it turned out to be a boring game all the way around because no one scored for a long time. <laughs> Basically, it was like three zero for like forever. Um, so anyway, well, that's plenty, plenty to talk about there. Um, and of course, those poor lines, as you mentioned, they just can't find their way to a win. Wah, wah. You know, Ooh, I mean, geez. really bad. It doesn't matter where he's at. He's just really bad. He is. He is. He is really, really bad. It's sad to say, but he's really, really bad. All right, we come to the end of the show. Let's hit the air horn on the show now. Woo! All right, and only a little bit of overtime. And and guys, I I, I just say we had overtime because we took the timeout and the halftime in the middle. So that's over. It's not really overtime. We're actually on time. We're calm down. On time. We'll be okay. Yeah, calm, simmer down, everybody. <laughs> simmer down. All right, Trev, give us your social media so people can follow you. I'm on Twitter. WFT 
uh, Rest the District podcast, Football Garbage Time podcast, Full Press Covers content, contributor podcast, articles, everything. Uh, and then I'm on Instagram, Trev underscore stores. And we also have a Rest the District podcast Instagram out there, too. So Yes, sir. And definitely check all that out because Rest the District is fantastic. And they, you guys are oh. still doing that four-part series? Is that still going? Yeah. I just find it said, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, um, episode two of the four-part series is dropping tomorrow on YouTube. Go to Rep the District YouTube channel, subscribe, click, take a look, and check that episode two tomorrow. Yeah, it's great. And episode one was fantastic. It's really good stuff, really good work um, that's being done here by Rep the District, really important work. So everyone, check it out. It's really, really great stuff and very informative. And and don't forget to follow Trev at, uh, at Trev Stores, WFT on Twitter and of course you can follow me on Twitter at FD Garbage Time and as always thank you for listening and wasting time with us and until next time enjoy your NFL week love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 